Finally. No, no, no. If I'm going to impersonate someone, I'm going to impersonate them properly. So here we go. Finally, life out loud has come back to talk about coronavirus. The people and us. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, today's episode is going to be about COVID-19. But I'm not on my own today. I have company. My brother-in-law, Ed. How you doing, mate? Yeah, good. Yeah? Good, yeah. Thank you for being on the show. Pleasure. It's only taken us, what, a couple of hours just to get set up for today. Has, And uh, about six months just to get you on the show. Yeah, it has. I Uh, feel like I am the kind of last choice, but... I'm happy to be here. You're not last choice. You were first choice initially. <laughs> but then, you know, people knocked on the door and I thought, you know, well, my brother-in-law lives with me. So look, listen, we're not breaking any rules. We live together. My sister's in the household. We've got a little baby boy. Yeah, I said our. You see how I did that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> before, before we get into the topic, I need to get to, uh, I need to get to my fans. You know, I need, I need to do something for them. Okay. So I need to get to the millions and... Of subscribers so I need to get to millions of subscribers and the only way I can do that guys is if you like comment share and if you subscribe and then turn on that notification because then you know when we're on and you need to know when we're on because if you don't then you're never gonna see us and you need to see us because we've got some shit to talk about now uh, if you if, if you're ready to get into the episode give me a hell yeah and that's the bottom line because Vish the fish said so <laughs> why are you like this um, <laughs> I wish I could tell you why I'm like this. Okay, so, ladies and gentlemen, the way it's going to go, we're going to talk about the beginning, we're going to talk about the middle, and we're going to talk about the end. What's in between, you have no idea, so you need to stick around for the whole episode. All right, so Ed, yes. when did you first hear about the virus? Like, what month were you in? Oh, it must have been start of March, maybe. Oh, well, that's um, when, when you heard about the virus. Really? Oh, no, well, I mean, that's when it felt like it started to get real because at work, and this is how bad it is, at work it started out as a bit of a, a joke. Joke. It was, it was a bit, it, we knew it was serious, but it was talked about as being a flu. So, you know, every day, the girl I worked with, it was, she used to do a coronavirus update of the day. And it was, you know, this is coronavirus update of the day. And it was all in jest and fun. And then one day, uh, our legal director, he sent us an article and he was, he'd just gone all serious. And he said, you read this article, it will change your, the way you view it. And we all sat there and we all read it. And then that was it. It hit home just how serious it was. So for me, it's funny. When, when we, it started in December, like, like we, 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 we heard articles, obviously. Yeah. Like Jay, yeah. Jay knew about it. He, he would show us it on BBC News and then it would be, um, January, February, these are times. It was all China, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And that's that's the thing. So, in my head, I I couldn't really understand how a virus can spread globally. Obviously, I'm no doctor, no scientist, so I'm not really into it. I didn't really get it. And it is quite simple. It's just from a handshake or a touch of something, and it's gone to one person who's then flown to another country, flown to another country, and and, and it spreads. And and I get how easy that is because obviously people travel the world all the time, Uh, business meetings all the time, wherever it may be. So, I, I get it, but my head at that point just didn't think it was going to be anything bigger than no just China's got a bit of a virus, and that is it. Yeah. And that's all I thought. And well, we were told here it was a flu, right? It was mentioned that it was a flu-type bug. It only gets the really old people. Yeah. So, you know, you sit at work saying, all right, we'll be okay, we'll be okay. And then slowly the ages started coming down, and, and then, you know, and now it's just about everyone except very young babies, I think. So, but, 
Here's an interesting fact. 1.5 million viruses that animals have that we don't know about called zootonic viruses. Wow. Yeah, so 1.5 million. Why, why don't we get them? Are they because we just... No, we just don't understand them. So we're oh, doing we it. Okay. Yeah, so, the, so the, the documentary that I watched shows that we're testing as many as we can, yeah. Uh, yeah. but there's still around 1.5 million that we don't even know about. So at wow. any given point, something can happen. Yeah, which well, is amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. It is nuts. So, what I was thinking, yeah, is like there was a movie about something like this in two thousand twelve. Yeah. yeah. Um, Barack Obama, when he was in power, he talked about there will be a virus pandemic at some point in the near future. I, we need to prepare for this. Uh, um, Bill, Bill Bill Gates, Gates yeah, mentioned it. So yeah. some of the most powerful people in the world have mentioned it a movie. that comes with its conspiracy theories yeah, as well a mo- oh, there's been a movie about it yet there was no preparation behind it and that's that's what makes me think about the conspiracy theories mm. like is any of this actually real like not 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 saying the virus but is any of this actually real in the way they're presenting it to us it gets you thinking doesn't it oh my god it gets you thinking i, I am a bit of a conspiracist and and Sometimes I find myself getting so deep into conspiracy theories that I just have to step back because it, 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 you start putting two and two together and you're like, wow, no, that can't be true. That can't be true. The other day I was thinking to myself, maybe it was an activist, someone who really cares about the world and felt like their voice wasn't being heard. Yeah, let's just say, for example, their voice wasn't being heard and they thought the only way I can actually do something is by doing an action and that action was creating a virus and then spreading that virus. Yeah. Yeah, so three facts that go with that. So I'm gonna try blowing your mind. So I'll do a little bit of research before we go into this, yeah. So as a planet, we're reaching its maximum capacity of how many humans it can hold. Pollution was at its all time yeah. highest. That's that's the biggest one. I mean we, we said here, right? Yeah. We have had we've had no planes. No. We can hear the birds singing. Yes. I mean when was the last time that was hundred percent. When was that uh, I've had that for ages. Yeah. So there's two and the other one was um can't remember i think co2 levels were at its lowest yeah. as well which yeah. again goes with pollution but again oh yeah China. it's like, almost like the earth needed a reset button it's 2020 we've got obviously covid19 going on i remember seeing a little history for the last 500 years and it was sort of every 100 years going back there was a virus or sometimes yeah. a pandemic so it was expected it was kind of expected. if you go on history it was expected there was something was in, there was something in 15 20 yeah. 16 20 17 20 18 20 19 20 so you could argue that barack obama bill gates they probably they might have read the book that told them that they had all these previous pandemics and it was you know it was coming up so but yeah no preparation no no preparation yeah nothing yeah that that's what's that's what the mind-boggling thing is for me like We'll get to we'll go back to conspiracy theories in a minute. But that's, let's that's, that's, there's a lot to that. Yeah, there that's is a lot deep. to that. Let, <laughs> let's go into our journey. Yeah. yeah? So yeah. obviously, um, you you had to work from home. Yeah, I yeah my work sent me home quite early actually, which I was quite pleased about because I was starting to get concerned about Josh in public transport. So you got. I remember one Friday, one Friday afternoon, one of our colleagues he, he came down really ill and he left the office. And then about two hours later, they called an emergency meeting and they said right. Everyone's working from home Monday. We'll review it week to week because it can change. It's a fluid situation. And then there was a bit of a kind of, um, people thought that he might have had it. And, and he went Did home. he? He didn't. Okay. Um, but as soon as we'd all left, they did a big clean of the office. Like they got special people come in. Yeah, to, we had that. Yeah. Um, and you know, he's still around. He said he didn't have it. I don't know if he did. Everyone gets different symptoms. Everyone suffers differently. Um, 
but that, yeah so I've been working from home now so it's, been like, what, I think it's my seventh week I, I thought it'd be one or two weeks and nearly at two months I, I think I'll be at home probably months to come as well I can see myself being at home you know September October time if not Christmas I mean some of the regulations are being lifted uh the government are trying to push us back to working if we can work. If we ha can work from home, then just work from home is the message. But before we go into that bit, is yeah, yeah. I want to talk about what we've done, what we've learned at home. So I yeah. remember me and you, the first two weeks I was at home. We, yeah. we were at home yeah. um, before my, my client said, look, we need you to work from the office. So when we when we were at home, some of the most amazing things was like the time we got together. A hundred percent. It's really felt like that family time has come back. You know that's been lost in our busy lives um you know you know what it's like now we we all cook together we eat together we, we even clean together we even clean together yeah and it's just that whole fear family feeling again of of being all, together yeah and all, all those things you do um you know you used to come in from work at like nine ten o'clock um i'd come in at seven o'clock just about make bath time or whatever yeah. and obviously that's a really special thing for me is being at home with with Josh in, yeah. a, in this time because yeah. I would never have got this time. So Josh, so. by the way, for those of you who don't know, that's um, our son Magic, and that's that's my brother-in-law's <laughs> son with, with my sister, and I'm the third wheel uncle. <laughs> um, True, <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, they when they took vows when they got married, like, they knew I was a part of the package. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, you got to spend a lot of time with Josh, so you, oh, yeah. you got to see him grow as well, and it, and it's it's been a it's been eye opening because every day we we aspire for something. Either we want a new car or a new house, or we want to go on this really good vacation. We're always striving to work for something greater, which yeah. is which is right, which yeah, is yeah, correct, it's, yeah. It's, it's but right. this grounded us. We were able to live in our four walls with whatever we got, whether it was three bedrooms, two bedrooms, one bedroom, whatever it may be. If we had a Ferrari parked outside, it was just parked outside. We didn't need it. Nope. Yeah. But we were made to remember what the foundation of happiness is, and that's the people that you surround yourself with. Yeah. And also, for me, the biggest one of the biggest things was actually making us realize who the important people are in terms of work. You know, all the people that have kept our country going. The nurses, the dustbin people, mm, all that. these people that that work for fairly low wages in comparison to, to, to other industries, and yet they're now the backbone of this country getting us through this period. And for me, that was a big wake-up call. You know, stay home, protect the NHS, save lives. Let's talk about the NHS. Love the NHS. I love the NHS. Unsung heroes right now. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, there's obviously, look, we, we, we can't go through every category. We know there's so many people doing so many jobs and we thank you for those jobs as well that you're doing. But we want to we wanna focus a little bit on the NHS because obviously they've been underpaid for many years, um, yep. understaffed for many years, yep. overworked for many yep. years. And in a time like this is when we really realise the worth and value of what we have. It's just sad, for me it's sad that it's taken this extreme for us to mm. realise. And yeah. I say us, I don't mean me personally, you personally. I think a big people, you know, big portion of this country value the NHS better, and they know the value of it. You know, it's not, it's, it's probably, it's nothing else like it in, in the world. I don't think it's. It, it, we know, you know, England is known for the, for the NHS. NHS. Everyone knows it. But I think you know, for the, the the real top powers, you know, a situation like this for them to realise just how important the NHS is. It's just really mm. not not good enough. But 
So where do you see the NHS in 12 months to two years? Do you, do you think they will, they will get the value they deserve in terms of even just payments? I don't think they will. No. I just think it's the way the world works. I, 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 <laughs> do you know, look, 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 I, want to, I want to interrupt you here because I remember something. There's some, someone asked a scientist, and I don't know who it was or what the name was, anything like that, so don't quote me on this person, but they go to her, so how are you going to cure the coronavirus? Yeah. And she turned around and goes, why don't you ask Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo, you pay them £250,000 a week, I earn £25,000 a year, how do you expect me to cure the coronavirus? And that, that, just, that just hit me. The number one thing in the world is not football, number one thing yeah. in the world is not all the other things, it's health. Yeah. Yeah, because if you're not alive, then you've got nothing to live yeah. for. So the doctors, the nurses, the carers, that's how low paid they are, and yet, we're paying so much more money for everything else for everyone else yeah I mean it's all relative isn't it I mean we know how lucrative sport is and how, mm. how well paid people are I also feel like sometimes sportsmen in particular and actually footballers in particular they're used as an out so you know in a situation like this it's oh the footballers can fund it because they get paid so much a week what you also have to remember about footballers is they've, they've gone on their own personal journeys to get there some, some of them have come from nothing yeah, you know, and to get to where they are, they've earned that. So they shouldn't just be an out to, to fund a, a situation like this. And that's what was nice about that that fund that they created. Yeah. So it was you know a fund for any footballer to donate as much money as they want, hundred pounds, hundred thousand pounds. So my argument's not that they should get paid lower. My argument is our NHS should get paid higher. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred, Everyone, you know, ninety percent of people will say that, but it won't happen. It won't happen. You're not going to get nurses. You're not going to turn around to nurses in 12 months and say, thank you for getting us through that situation. We're now going to double your salary. It's not going to happen. It's a system that has to be funded by the government, by, by taxpayers' money. It just won't happen. What have you learned through this whole thing, this, this whole pandemic? What have you learned? What's really important in life, I think. And actually, just how much we get caught up in our own lives. You get caught up in your own routine. You know, you go to work, you come home late, whatever, you go on your phone, you, you know, you're just stuck in your routine. And then this happens, and then, as you know, I was saying earlier, spending every day together, cooking together, cleaning together, seeing Josh every day, like, you just realise what's important. Mm. I see the other day, I don't even go on my phone anymore, you know, my phone's just on the side, because I'm enjoying my time at home with, with the people at home. I find that, you know? I find that I'm no longer on my phone as much as I yeah. used to be. Um, the big, the sad thing is, it's like it's the five, you know, four or five of us in the one house. You can't do the same thing with parents and cousins, and mm. hopefully that that will come and, and we'll get back to, to normality. So, what I've taken away, yeah. So there's a lot of positive, and there is actually a lot of negative. So if we start thinking about it, when it first started, the toilet roll, the new roll, and all of that, it just showed it showed yeah, how by. weak humanity was. Yeah. But then we came together on Thursdays, came outside our house. I mean, how good is that? Been? And we've been clapping. The neighbour yeah. thing. 
And yeah, that's the other thing I'm going to say. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, my brother-in-law actually went around, and my sister went around, handed out their number to everyone on the road and told them to join the WhatsApp group. So they created a WhatsApp group just to make sure that everyone is safe. And that was the bit that I was saying, humanity, the good bit. So there's mm. a lot of positives I've seen, there's a lot of negatives that I've seen. But for me, the main thing that I really want to take from this and take it when we leave out of the COVID-19 is the how we can, as humans, come together and fight for the right causes rather than just fight for any causes. That's that's the most important thing, the right causes. The NHS improving them. Um, your next door neighbour, just, just to say, hello, you've been going around shopping for Brian next door. Making yeah, well, sure there's you're... a lady that lives on the corner. Um, you know, you've seen her, her son. He's, 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 he's not very well and she's got cancer and Jane has been running errands all over the place. Yeah. Her, so, you know, but my worry is that we'll just return, one of the real world returns, which will be when there's a vaccine because until that happens, there'll be an element of distancing, every social distancing everywhere. Is that I just think, are, are humans too stuck in their ways to become different people? Will the world be different or will will you go back to being your normal self? Or you've just got a face mask on your face, you carry on as normal. You go back to, mm. you know, are we going to be materially different? Or are we I really be, hope we are. I hope we are. Because I hope we can carry I forward. I think we, we can create a much more better place to be in in the world. So not only... I'm talking about us as people, but what we can do for the planet. Hundred well. percent. I yeah. think we we've learned to live without so many things that we are accustomed to living with, but now we're going to be like, okay, actually, I don't need to be in my car. I'm going here. I'm going here, which means pollution's less. I don't need to be constantly using my phone, which means you're not just socially awkward. You're you're actually yeah. conversating with, with people. You're you you're meeting your next door neighbours. I mean I mean the we didn't even know the neighbours that moved into the house next door but now we know them. Like we spoke to them. We know we know they're great cooks as well. Like, yeah. Would it, we would we have been like that in a different situation? No. Like, probably not they probably would have moved in, we wouldn't have said anything. Maybe the occasional hello. Mm. But it's been weird though. I, 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 it's, it's, weird. Just, it's, it's just weird not situation. normal. It's just like everything, just everything, every part of your head has to has to second guess or think. Like a simple thing as a handshake, a simple thing as a handshake cannot be done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how close you come to people that are not in your household has to be thought through. Everything is just different, but at the same time, I, I, I've loved it. And it's weird to say that, but I've, I've genuinely enjoyed. I like the word to go back to normal. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. As I say, what, why? Yeah. But I've, what have you? I've loved the feeling of togetherness. Yeah. House yeah. parties. It's powerful, isn't it? It's um, FaceTimes. Yeah. It's talking to families. It's going drive-bys to your grandmas and sitting outside and waving yeah. to. It's all these things. It's in Italy. You see people in balconies singing and dancing. You've seen. Um, circuses come to the front porches of children and performing for them to keep them happy and things. I've seen so many people on the internet send positive messages. I've seen people just doing things to keep the human race happy. Mm -hmm. And that for me is the most beautiful thing that could ever come across it. And, and I've loved it. I've, and that, that, and that bit, yeah. I, I genuinely, obviously you want to look at many positives and as you can see negatives, but that side of it I've loved bit that I don't get is when someone like Trump says oh there's five people infected in three days there'll be zero or <laughs> Boris Johnson shaking everyone's hands up for coronavirus oh I shook everyone's hand that to me is then making me think of conspiracy theories and it gets me again that's when it starts well I start 
I start twitching a little bit. I'm like, what? If I on? start researching conspiracy theories, I end up spending my whole evening and the early hours of the morning because one just leads to the next one and then leads to the next one. And then you look at how they all connect and then you lie there in bed and actually go to sleep and think, no, that's not possible. Surely mm. not. So guys, I want to end the episode there for today. Because I want to know about your lot's conspiracy theories. Or, more importantly, leave me a comment and tell me what have you been doing in your time while you've been locked down. I would love to hear back from absolutely every one of you guys. Um, remember, for me to get to the millions... Especially in the background you hear someone going, and millions. millions. <laughs> of subscribers, look, we need you to like, share, comment and subscribe. Um, for today, I'm your host, Bisha. I've been joined by Ed. Thank you very much for coming on the Pleasure. show. Pleasure. Um, hopefully he'll be on a few more episodes as we are in quarantine I can't bring anyone else here <laughs> <laughs> but um, for now it's Vishal and this is Life Out Loud thank you very much take care